day job. Let's go. Look at me, Damien. The blackest day. Yes, Welcome to Blade Job, episode 59. The early morning episode, we're doing our Thanksgiving special. My name's Eric, I'm here with Steve, he's back. <laughs> I'm back. Um, we'll get into the PS5 woes, <laughs> but God we're, damn it. we're not missing this week, we're, we're here. We're here. So, do you another, have an update on us, for us on that? For the PS5, so my PS5 works about 75% of the way through. Like, <laughs> like a lot of games work, I don't have too many, like, you know, menu issues and no, like, you know, visual issues. It's yeah. just that, so far... I've run into two different games that just refuse to work. Like this, the second that you start it up, it just freezes and crashes. Including the one that comes packed into the into the console, Astro's Playroom, which, you know, Reddit is just jerking off all over because everyone loves it and saying how great it is. And I'm thinking, would love to play it one day. You know, it's packed yeah. into my goddamn console and I can't play it. The other one is Demon Souls, which of course is like the highest rated next gen game so far that everyone fucking loves. And I'm like, would love to play that one day. So. Yeah. And, it's, and it's a couple times where I would open up a game and it would just turn off my console and then reboot itself, mm. um, which is cool. So I guess my issue is I don't know if this is a goddamn software issue that can be fixed with patches or if it's a hardware issue that I need to be replaced. Sony mm, does not make sure. this. Sony is impossible to get a hold of. And then when you do, they say, ah, you know, we're trying to figure it out. And um and of course i'm not the only one having issues but it's like goddamn so we will see i'm gonna see if i can just get a replacement i have like a one-year warranty on this thing apparently i don't see anywhere that i have to like register it i would assume mm -hmm. i do i don't know i need to do that if i can um but you know so i'm, I'm gonna see if i can snag one off of walmart <laughs> tonight because i know at 9 p.m tonight i've dated recording 11 25 um we'll be able to uh, you know or i'm sorry the the scalpers and bots you know purchasing bots will be able to snag them all up at 9 p.m so we're gonna see if i can you know weasel my way into there so that's good you, you're kind of you know if anybody could do it you're the most bot like person i know so i mean i think, I think you'll get in i was you're, able you're... to secure many pre-orders for both the xbox and ps5 I, I obviously i canceled a lot of them because you know i wouldn't be caught fucking dead buying an xbox but I wish I had kept one of those other PS5 pre-orders just in case, but goddamn it! Yeah. So I'm gonna try again tonight and see what happens. Yeah, you're dangerously efficient when it comes to pre-orders, so I have faith in you. It's really um, not hard. People give up too easily, you know. It's just, it's yeah. simple, and that's you like, know, it can't. In a, in a brief moment of solidarity, I was having PS4 issues, but I found out that it was just because I um, put it into a new TV cabinet that I bought, and uh, it was behind a glass door, so it was like. 150 degrees inside this little cubby hole <laughs> uh the ventilation issues yeah so, yep but yep. other than that i mean you know now it's back but i was like oh man steve steve spreading the his, uh, <laughs> his software his his playstation sony disease over to me so it's the holiday cheer now do you know what also is back another goddamn thanksgiving episode man that's right We're another doing year arcade again another um, year man yeah, this year we're covering Starcade 1986. Um, last year we famously covered the bloodiest Starcade in existence, which was 85. Um, so I, that's kind of the thing with some of these episodes. Like, 
we cover like the bloodiest right away, and now it's kind of like, well, we're not. It's not going to be as bloody as last year. <laughs> we blow our load a bit too early, yeah. but hey, it kind happens. of like when we like the, when we first started the show, we covered like every bloody match ever in a Halloween Havoc. So now every time we watch Halloween Havoc, we're like, oh, there's no more bloody matches. We've already, <laughs> we've already covered them all. Damn it! So. Hopefully um, we still have reasons to keep listening, but yeah. good God. I guess we didn't, maybe I didn't have confidence that this show would last this long when we started doing it. <laughs> and I was like, We're oh, still we'll just, here. Let's God just cover everything bloody in the first three months of the show. <laughs> right. But, That's all right. What are you going to do? There's, there's yeah, still this, no um, there's still no shortage of you know bloody movies and shit. No, no shortage of Italian, poorly dubbed Italian horror movies, so. And there's still uh, there's still uh, blood, lot, plenty of blood left, as we'll see today. I mean, I think every one of these matches, I think, has some blood in it. So, you know, that's all I ask. It's just not the copious amounts we saw last year, but yeah, we're doing. This is actually, um, I know, like last year we we, went, we did a big kind of history on Starcade and the evolution of it, but this is actually the um, the final Starcade to take place on Thanksgiving. And I think we talked about how like weird it would be to be in like the 80s and to have thanksgiving and then go watch wrestling <laughs> but <laughs> i guess it was a big thing in the south for a long time so um speaking of, of uh oh i'm sorry speaking oh, no, of, of speaking of blood because you know i like to mention the goddamn movies that came out this year and 86 is a big year for platoon mm. vietnam war movie anti-war movie Eh, yeah, I uh, guess anti-war. Yeah. I mean, aren't they all kind of anti-war? You know, it, it depends on who you ask. Everything is like, oh, it's anti... Like, a lot of movies, like, the director's like, oh, this movie's very anti-war, and you watch it, and it's like, this is pretty pro-war, but okay. I don't yeah. think anybody knows what the hell it is, either way. I feel like Mel Gibson's war movies are kind of pro-war. And he, and he, I think he'd be the first to tell you, they're like, oh, no, this is anti-war, and it's like, I just don't <laughs> think that you're right, you know? I, I know, I get that it's your movie, but, like, I just think you're wrong, and that goes for almost every, um, actually, the only director I know who made a pro-war and anti-war would be Kubrick, with Full Metal Jacket and Paths, Paths of Glory, so. Fun that's stuff. That's that. Fun stuff. That's my, that's my movie shit of the, of the, of the episode, so. <clears throat> yeah, I haven't been watching much. Um, I, I recently got onto we we made the jump to the Hulu Live. Oh which, yeah, um, just gives us a ton more of options of things to watch, and pretty much like right away we just went right back to like the start of some of our favorite shows, and we're just watching those through now. Like what? Give like, me an example. Uh, no reservations. We're going all the way back to early Anthony Bourdain. Okay, I was going to say Anthony Bourdain. I mean, yeah, Parts Unknown, No Reservations, fantastic. So God, Parts I Unknown is not, does not have a good catalog on Hulu. I don't know why CNN's holding that back. But it's it, like they like cherry-pick like three episodes a season and kind of just... You can well, I can tell those. you why. Because um, HBO Max has all of the Anthony Bourdain stuff. For some reason, well, CNN put all their shows on HBO Max now, which is amazing for me because there's yeah. no ads. Um, but HBO Max has like the entirety of Parts Unknown. So, wow. And then we've been going back and watching Ghost Adventures. That's just a guilty pleasure of ours. That's tried and holds true. up. Holds yeah. up. Tried and true. How is she? Is she? Uh, she's obviously at work right now, right? Yeah. So Cassie's. Oh yeah, Cassie, who was you know our guest for the last. Three episodes. Two, th- well, oh yeah, three episodes. She was yeah. a guest on two with my replacement for one. Well, I was, was crying. She, yeah, she yeah. is working today. I, we have Sheila here. She's oh, a, that's she, right. I have not. I have not met Sheila yet. I gotta meet that. I gotta meet that cat. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, at some point we will. She got a little sick. We gave her a little ice cream last night, which, um, I, you know, I mean, literally like a 
eighth of a teaspoon of ice cream. Don't don't start hate mailing me, uh, all of the cat listeners here. But, you can just you can just tweet at him directly. I don't think he'll but see it. it ups- but you know, it, it did upset her stomach, and she <laughs> did get sick. So Damn it! We won't be giving her any more. Sugar. Poor Sheila. Yeah. So, all right. Well, sh- this is kind. Of, we got we got quite a quite a bit to cover here, and we'll we'll be we'll be talking back and forth through through these. But yeah, we have four matches today. Um, we're starting off with uh, we're like kind of like last year. We're not going to watch the whole thing. We're going to kind of jump. Um, from match to match, but we're actually watching pretty much just like the second half of this pay-per-view because uh, it's pretty stacked. But we're starting with a um, no, I think we're starting with the with the one before this, Steve. I well, think. I clicked on the link that you oh, su- you supplied, so oh man. Well, yeah, th- it might not be working, but it, if you go to the bottom there, it should be. Um, oh yeah, here we go. The Tully Blanchard Dusty Roads. First blood match. Oh my um, god, this could take forever. Oh god, see this is. Oh, here it this, is. This, is, this it. is why I was wondering if you were actually having technical ish- issues with your PS5 or if <laughs> user error. User error. <laughs> I wish. Good god, do I wish it was user error? I've tried everything. <laughs> but you can go ahead and play this, Steve. So we're starting at what is the timestamp though? Two hours, four minutes, nineteen seconds into this pay per view. This is a hell of a long pay per view. Yeah, good God, um, man. All right, here we go. And we're hitting play. Hitting play. So we're, we'd love to see it. First blood match starting off here. Um, two two veterans to the blade job uh, ranks here. We've covered Dusty Rhodes. Um, well, have we covered Dusty? Oh, we we've, we've definitely covered Dusty. Even I know we've, we could be covered yeah. Dusty. And I don't remember anything about this show. So I'm trying to pull it up and, and see if, we can, if I can find it. But, um... Uh, you know what? I don't know if we have covered Dusty. I mean, I know we've at least talked about him. I we've definitely to. talked about him. <laughs> if but I remember I this guy, don't... I know we've talked, we've discussed him yeah. before. I don't think we've covered him, but we have covered Tully Blanchard in several episodes, notably last year's um, crazy ass um, that that uh, another first or no, I quit match with him and Magnum TA. Was that for a chair in the face? Yeah, that was for Starcade. Okay, for Starcade. So he's back again. Okay. He's yeah, he's back. I always wondered like how they decide like who you know like is it fair to bring someone back? I guess it's yeah. I guess the audience kind of decides right. Like (laughs) if everyone loved Dusty Rhodes or you know Tully Blanchard, then we'll bring him back. So we'll get into it too because Magnum TA is actually a pretty big part of this pay per view. At the end, we're gonna skip over it, but they do kind of. uh, memorial thing to him not that he died but i think we talked about it last when we covered magnum ta was he was in like a horrific motorcycle accident that forced him to retire um a bit earlier so they, than he would expect it yeah i mean he, he he wrestled in 1985 and in 1986 he's retired so he's uh yeah they, they do like a whole tribute here so here's dusty i don't know what he's oh he's got tully blanchard's name written on the side of his head for some reason <laughs> hold on i'm just changing but, my audio source now we're talking okay. okay there you go oh i can hear it a little bit i like that yeah i had it yeah now we're talking baby so i think this i i i, sh- I completely missed the title card at the beginning but i think this is for like the united states champ or the television champ actually i think this is the television championship um which i think is actually like Someone who's like a real wrestling historian will know this, but I think like the, the reason it's called a television championship was because it's like it had like a very small time limit 
like, you, the match could only be 15 minutes long. Oh, wow. So, like, it had to be able to fit into, like, a television show. So, it's kind of an interesting stipulation um, that they don't really use anymore, but I kind of like it. Um, and you see uh, Dusty's coming out here with a Magnum TA shirt on. So... Um, Do you have that shirt? I mean, come on. I, I That's a sweet shirt. That is a nice shirt. I like it. What does so he I'm have a tattoo? Describe this tattoo on his... Uh, oh, it Tully. It says okay. Tully. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty self-explanatory. And, and, and I, I, th- I feel like it might say... I don't know what it says on the other side. I think it says Tully on both. Yeah, but it's uh, kind of like where it like he writes it you know, on one side and it's perfect. But then when he tries to duplicate it... Oh, I just hit my mic. On the other side, it's like really shitty, you know. Like when you yeah. try and like, like the first side of your face is really good painted, then the second side is just like all fucked up. But so I'm assuming here, you know, I haven't been, you know, I didn't do a ton of research before. I've actually um, never watched this Starcade, so really, it's the first time watch for me. Um, but I'm assuming based on the Magnum TA T-shirt and this being a first blood match, I'm assuming that this is kind of like. Um, you know, Magnum was the sweetheart. He was tight with Dusty. He's now forced to retire. I'm assuming that Tully has been talking shit. And, you know, obviously Magnum can't wrestle. So uh, Dusty is stepping in to, to do, to finish the job here. So that's kind of what I'm gathering based on the... Um, t-shirt and everything and and your extensive knowledge of all this yes dusty Rhodes, world yeah, tv champ t- okay. tv champ world tv champ i see i got it and you know i know i know i say this every goddamn episode but i really want to wear these spandex i, I just want to like <laughs> know what it feels like you know like it's like it's it feel good it's mystifying to me I mean, maybe it's because of the nature of these big beefy boys but like it, yeah. it, it it could be sexual but it's not at all even though it like toes no. the line I don't know. I, w- I would love to wear this spandex just for like a day. Maybe I'll wear it like in my pants or something, and then no one will know but me. But it'll be a nice I mean, little. You know. It'd be great to wear around the house. And I I don't wear much more than that anyway around the house. So like <laughs> it really wouldn't affect my life in any way. So if anybody knows so, any like any good pickups, any good you know hookups on spandex uh, for oh, wrestling, yeah. let me know. Hit us up on so, the Instagram. As you can see here, Tully is putting on like wrestling headgear, which. Uh, you know, obviously is to protect his head because this is a first blood match. So the first guy to bleed um, gets disqualified or, I mean, it is uh, the match is over. They lose, which I guess, you know what? I take that back. This isn't 15 minute time limit. This is a first blood. So, okay. Wow. The ref is throwing out. <laughs> not uh, into that. He was not into the idea of him wearing that. I don't think I've so, ever seen a ref more physically mad. He's mad. <laughs> And I believe that's one of the Hebner refs who is, like, kind of infamous. I would say, not infamous, but, you know, fame. It, as far as refs go, famous. Um, you know, oh, oh man. He's he's covering the, he's hitting the face with that. Is he a wrestler? <laughs> Pretty <laughs> he's, much. He's been done more, you know, more, uh, more action than anybody else so far. So I believe, like, why he was rubbing his face with, uh, with that towel was, um, oh, man, there's a big elbow there to, to, J.J. Uh, Dillon, who I believe is blading right now. <laughs> we already have a blade job from the manager, which you love to see. I really do like the idea of a manager blade job. But, um, yeah, so he was the ref was rubbing Tully Blanchard's face because... Um, uh, is that Vaseline? See, he, he's rubbing Vaseline on it so that... Uh, it won't bleed. The, pu- 
the punches will slide off and he won't ah. bleed. So yeah, JJ Dillon's already bleeding, and I believe we covered that last um, on last Starcade too with JJ uh, Dillon ble- bleeding. So you know he's the manager who loves to blade. And uh, we'd love to see that. I think this is this the earliest blade job we've seen in a match. I mean, even though it's not from one of the boys, you know, it's a it might an outside be. boy. It's got to be, man. That's like pretty. I mean, the match hasn't even even really begun yet. No. In no. fact, now it just did. So yeah, so it it just began. So yeah, that's a pre-match blade job. And you, I mean, he's that's going, what I'm thankful for. Right. This he's going deep. Yeah. Season. So um, yeah, like I said, this is gonna be a pretty good match. This is probably gonna be one of the the best ones of the of the. Uh, show here yeah because we're gonna get double blade jobs even though it's the first blood match um you'll see how it goes down but um so yeah dust go on i'm sorry i'm interrupting Uh, you i was just gonna talk about dusty Rhodes and how he's a big boy give us a big uh, well he is a big boy for sure which makes me feel i feel like we've had this conversation before but we like to discuss big beefy boys in this podcast it makes sense it's fitting that dude he he's oh my jj dylan is just He's out there. all over his shirt. He's in a suit. <laughs> he was and, in his uh, suit. Now that suit's ruined. Yeah. The dry but, cleaner's uh, gonna fucking hate him. Being that this is taking place on Thanksgiving Day, do you think that Dusty Rhodes had his Thanksgiving dinner before or after this match? I mean, you know, as an American, you or and both. me, I think we can understand <laughs> that we all want to eat our Thanksgiving dinner as soon as possible in the day. Um, you know, the worst part yeah. of Thanksgiving is like making the chit chat while waiting. Obviously, it's a bit different, a bit of a different story this year, but um, yeah. so it's possible that he just like scarfed maybe half and half. Maybe he ate half, okay. and he had to, he's like, "All right, Daddy's got to go to work." Uh, and then he does this and goes back, and you know, I would I would assume that he would eat the stuffing first because, as we all know on this podcast, stuffing is the best part of Thanksgiving, and that's really yeah. non negotiable. So yeah. So there, look at so. Uh, Dusty is like very um, flamboyant. I can tell. He's... Borderline sexual for a bigger man. <laughs> yeah, I, and I'm not going to lie. It gives me confidence, you know? I, yeah. I feel like if I was a wrestler, I'd be more of the Dusty Rhodes type. Yeah. Damn, he's got that, that he's big fabulous. elbow. He's about to hit he hit that elbow um, on Tully, and, and that's presumably... I mean, we saw him hit the elbow with J.J. Dillon right off the bat, so we know that thing can bust you open. I like how he presents the elbow, you know, like like some venomous snake would present itself, you know, like, yeah. hey, if you come any close, you're going to get struck, which is like cool. A, yeah, he's like a predator, warning off. An apex predator, man. Yeah. He's like, I don't have any fear in here. So Dusty, yeah, famous for, I mean, huge, huge um, baby face uh, wrestler uh, throughout the 80s, would go on to be like the main kind of creative booker throughout WCW in the early 90s. Um, just complete legend, honestly. Um, okay, his... so if so if he's a legend, then when did he die? It must have been <laughs> recently it, or something. Yeah, it was it was least recently. I mean, it, maybe like 2018, 2017. God damn it! I was hoping you were like, no, he's still alive. But I, you know, no. I think I do remember when this when that happened. So yeah, yeah, we might have been doing the show. I think we were because we started in like May of 2018. So yeah, so I think yeah, Dusty Rhodes passed away. Um pretty recently and i mean you know he lived a long time you know all things considered for being a a larger man um he's got like this like protruding growth on his stomach as you can see there 
I don't know yes. what that is. Also, he died in 2015, so. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. So, quite a while ago. But, I mean, but still. I mean, I think he was into his 70s. So, that's a good run for uh, yeah. for him. For, for an actual run. He was 69, so. Oh, almost. Nice, nice chance. Wrong again. But he's looking He's looking great. This is, like, kind of his prime. Maybe, <laughs> maybe just. Not physically. I mean, he was always pretty big. He's just a big, beefy boy. A BBB, baby. Yeah. So, speaking of Thanksgiving of 2020, um, what, what, what's, on, what's on your, what's on your so schedule I am, for the day, Steve? <laughs> I'm lucky enough for my family, my immediate family. All we're doing is just the immediate family, including yeah. my sister-in-law and nephew. Um, and we all, they just happened to move into a new house right about a mile and a half from us. So, Ooh, nice. you know, it, like, you know, in, in like a, like a, maybe a two square mile, we are all together now. So okay. we're just going to go over to the new house, which is awesome. So there's no traveling, you know, and it's going to be a nice small gathering. It's just going to be the immediate family, you know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I feel like that's probably good enough or I won't be flamed, you know, I'm not flying anywhere. I'm not having the aunts and uncles. It's just very mom, good. Dad. You know, brothers, um, sister-in-law, and nephew, and that's pretty much it. So, okay, I like to hear it. I like to hear. It. I like to hear that you're being, what? What is it? COVID compliant in these in these trying times? Yeah, and I, you know, I know, I know, I'm lucky where we don't have to. You know, I mean, all my grandparents are dead. You know, so like I don't have to worry about a lot of that stuff. And yeah, so I, I, my family's been pretty damn lucky with this whole thing, all things considered. So that's good. That's really good. What about you? So we're doing so yeah Cassie and I are doing a real small Thanksgiving too. We're not we're actually not going to any family. Um my grandparents are pretty sick and stuff. So they're they're all doing their own thing. We're doing like the Zoom call. Hmm. But um we're making a full Thanksgiving dinner and since we're going to have so much food, we actually invited over um our friends, well uh, your friends too, Ben and Jess. So oh, Benny yeah. and they're coming over cuz their families are also kind of doing nothing. Sure. So we're just having like the two couples over. And a friendsgiving. A, yeah, like a friendsgiving, but more also just like a tiny, which is tiny. Good. Yeah, just like two couples, so four people, technically two households. So we're trying to stay compliant as well. So there you go. This podcast is pro COVID compliancy. You know. Yeah. So back to the match here. These guys have been doing some serious grappling. Dusty is. I'm going to say Dusty's kind of in control of the match here. For sure. Um, well, I feel like he's dropping. in control of wherever Ruby walks in. He's just a lot of yeah. ass, you know? I mean, he, he he's, um, I mean, we've covered some Dusty stuff later. Like, he, he was very famous on commentary through later WCW. He has that very, like, trademark Texas lisp. Um, really kind of high-pitched voice with a lisp. Um, so he, he's got, like, a very distinctive voice when he was calling matches. Um, oh man, ref, ref's taken out here. Kind of due to J.J. Dillon pulling on, pulling on the leg. We here at Blade Job like a good ref getting his ass kicked. You know, we like that. Nice shoe. Oh, a, he lost his shoe, so. Is that the ref's shoe or J.J. Dillon's shoe? <laughs> I think it's the ref's, oh no, ref's, he's, he's got both shoes on, so. This ref is, so this is one of the Hebners for sure, and uh, he is just getting his ass kicked here. Good point, because I noticed that he, the shoe that dropped on there, if you will, is much too nice to be wearing on the ring. So yeah. Oh, so Dusty was about to hit him with the shoe, turned, threw it into the crowd, and then smacked him with that elbow. The confidence, man. Yeah. As delicious as a big plate of stuffing. Am I right? 
Uh, yeah, and God, in, I, in, in we, I have some more questions. I, I want to hear about this menu maybe on the next match of what, what you're expecting at your Thanksgiving. I don't know. All I know is a dessert, which is oh. uh, pumpkin pie with Cool Whip, not Ready Whip. I'm going to say that again. Okay. Cool Whip, not Ready Whip. Oh, uh, okay. Cool Whip being, of course, a superior whip. Uh, I, but, I, I agree. Yeah, um, and then I think there's going to be like a nice chocolate trifle. Wow. Oh, yeah. My mom makes this like freaking dynamite chocolate uh, dessert. It's like six layers of like oreo with uh other desserts and various creams and chocolates and oh that's all i think about when i go to bed at night so so you now what's, what's going on here yeah Steve? what's happening here i'm seeing so, a, a, a bit of a sly on the sly maneuver yeah. here so so that elbow busted um tully open but the ref's knocked out so oh jj dillon's over there wiping the blood off putting the vaseline on and uh he threw magnum or i'm sorry Tully some brass knuckles. That's so now we see that Dusty is letting the ref know, hey, I busted Tully open, but he's seeing Dusty with the blood first. And of course, the ref's going to be like, well, uh, yeah, I, oh man. Uh-oh. So he's ringing the bell. He's thinking that bl- Dusty was the first to bleed, and Tully's over there covering up his blood. What a mess. But they're giving the window to a. To a tully over there so he's now the tv champ yeah there's some drama that's gonna be dramatic that's gonna be a lot of anger in the audience for our pleasure of course wow interesting interesting uh storytelling if you will about you know yeah i like that that's good i mean it makes me frustrated which i guess is the point obviously yeah because you're supposed to be you know the, the the crowd right now is probably booing the hell out of this because you know this was this was magnum ta's champion this was dusty Rhodes. he's supposed to Beat baby that face. ass. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big baby face. Yeah, we're all being taken for a ride with this drama here. Yeah. So Magnum is uh, not been avenged here. Dusty, too. He did a real zipper on his head. Yeah, he's not He's uh, not quite a crimson mask, but it's getting there. You know, it kind of reminds you. like It's like the Phantom of the Opera style yeah. mask going on. It's parts of it. Only yeah, it's kind of like Flair. Like... Flair. Flair always seemed to master that, like, one side of the face being just completely bloody, but the other side not really. So here you see that punch again in the replay with the brass knuckles. And actually, did it I don't know shatter? what that was. Did I, actually, it... no, I don't know what that was, because it did shatter. That yeah, could have been, like, a brass glass knuckles. cup or something. It was something, because it is all over the ring now. I don't think brass knuckles shatter after using being used like that. Yeah. If they do, they're very bad brass knuckles. Maybe glass knuckles, you know? Yeah, I have no idea what that was. Def- some sort of foreign object was used. It could fit in the and, palm of his hand. I know that much. Yeah, and then and, and Dust, Dusty Rhodes uh, is is completely busted up. And uh, yeah, so the sneaky J.J. Dillon and Tully Blanchard have uh, sne- snuck away with this one. And uh, I, you know, this is this is him coming back. This I believe is. This this might be the the four horsemen I think are a thing, which is Tully Blanchard, Ric Flair, and uh, Arn and Ole Anderson, who will be covering on this show as well. But um, is it frozen here, or is the is the uh, no? It's going. Yeah, it's going. I guess the announcers are just talking over this bloody dusty roads. Oh, there it goes. Okay, here yeah. we go. Some eighties special effects. What are you gonna do? Okay, so now we're heading into our second match. This is the Skywalkers match, which 
this one isn't going to be too bloody, but you know, it, this would fall into our maybe stupid ideas that would we would cover on a Halloween Havoc. So this is going to be the Road Warriors versus the uh, Midnight Express, and they're going to be in a scaffolding match. Um, I'm into that. Which I believe you have to throw. You know, I'm, let me look up the rules to an actual scaffolding match. Look at this! That this nice, really primitive '80s, uh, yeah. you know, pyrotechnics. Show. And, yeah, it's uh, it's just. You know, I was thinking about it. while you're looking that up. I was thinking like, there's the uh, the ref last match. He, you know, with uh, with uh, what the hell's his name? God damn it! I'm blanking the re- already. The the ref Earl Hebner. Well, he, he, who fucking lost? Oh my oh, god! Oh, Tully Blanchard. Thank you. Good God, Tully Blanchard. Um. He was, he wiped his face to like, you know, he's of course like, wait, is that blood? And he wiped his face to check. And I'm like, would that fly? Would that fly nowadays? Probably not. No. It's just another reason that, you know, the classics, man. So here's the official rules to a scaffolding match. Um, The wrestlers, so it takes place on a scaffolding above the ring. Two ways to win the match are to push your opponent off the scaffold. So he hits the mat below or to grab the flag from the opponent's home base on the scaffold and return it to your own home base so kind of like a a a variation on capture the flag um there's another variation where the wrestlers beat each other until one is knocked off the scaffolding into the ring so i I don't know which one we're gonna see here i think we're gonna see the flag um type of match but uh, you know i i don't really know like i said i haven't watched this before so right i guess, I guess we'll see obviously i would prefer the other one but you know i'll take what i can yeah do, i would I prefer guess. them fall into the ring so oh look at that that like rat tail mullet if only yeah. cassie was here to judge that i would i would not even i wouldn't dare judge a you know a uh a rat tail or a mullet without, you know, the queen That's here true. to take care of that for us. Oh, and the scaffolding is already kind of falling apart, which shows just how sketchy this is. <laughs> I like that. It's like a, it's like a Chekhov's gun, right? It's like something's yeah. going to happen with that. I mean, this yeah, boy, is pretty is... badass for the time period. Yeah, um, that, that's some hype, man. Holy shit. These, these guys can tickle the top lights up hanging up there, yeah. hanging lights. So they're, they're literally throwing the belts off that scaffolding. They're throwing their, like, gauntlets. They're wearing, like, gauntlets and leather. <laughs> so we covered the Road Warriors last on uh, two two shows ago um, on that Halloween Havoc episode. Um, I think that was our first Road Warriors match. And, you know, I, I know we had Road Warrior uh, Animal as a Blade Jobber of the Week a few weeks ago. Um because he'd recently passed away, but big guys coming out to Black Sabbath. I mean, they are like the epitome, I think, of 80s wrestling. I was going to say, everything I'm seeing here is like, you know, classic 80s to a T. Yeah. To an 8. So. so also, like the, s- the bodies here are a bit more toned than uh, Dusty Rhodes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So this match is going to take place on the scaffolding. Um, wow. <laughs> Which is not that big. No, these, it, these are it some looks big like guys. a balancing beam, like a balance beam. It might as well be one of those. Yeah. I mean, there's not enough room to like walk around each other, right? You no. could like, oh my goodness, okay. So this is gonna kind of be like a uh, like a street fight. Um, you know, they're they're these guys are pretty infamous for um, for having, you know, their uh, 
they're they're Chicago boys, and they they kind of branded themselves as the their match is the Chi Town Rumble, Chicago Street Fight. So they're uh, they're tough boys, the Road Warriors. Well, if and, your name's the Road Warriors, you know you got you have to be. Yeah. And if you're not, you know, actually, I'm sorry. Pathetic. At this point, I don't think they were. Oh yeah, they are the Road Warriors. So obviously, they're they're taking their look from you know the the famous yeah uh, Road Mad Warrior. Max yeah. yeah Mad Max movie. So I'm finding another. Uh, wow, yeah. So I guess they are doing the. Um, this is the you have to fall from the scaffolding. Woo! I like that. So, <laughs> Big like I said, one. I haven't seen this one. I have seen a scaffolding match. It wasn't this one, so um, we'll see how it goes down. But I, I can't uh, imagine they're going to fall from the top. Well, that's what I'm. Know. That's what I'm trying to say. Is like I can't. You cannot be under under talked about how high up that scaffolding is like that's yeah, I mean, really high up it's got to be like at least 40 feet it's a lot man it's more than i would think would be safe like that would have you'd have to sign some waivers if even if it was like you know some <laughs> some cheap carnival you know traveling carny show yeah um good god man that's unsafe i mean it's you know amazing don't you know make no mistake it's incredible but man so we're covering um they're fighting the Midnight Express here, which is Bobby Eaton and uh, Dennis Condry. No, Bobby um, Eaton, we've we've discussed before. Oh yeah, he. I mean, I think he was one of the best mullets that we covered on the last on, uh, on the Halloween Havoc. That's right. Uh, I think he was also in one of the War Games we covered. Uh, he got around. He was a big WCW guy, big wrestler in the South. Um, and I believe his partner here, Dennis Condry, um, has passed away. And I believe he passed away kind of early. Oh, no, he's, you know what? I t- I'm sorry. Dennis Contry is very much still alive. <laughs> um, You're about to get an angry tweet from him. Oh, man. He's he's alive. He's alive. There's another, uh, I feel like, Midnight Express guy who passed away. I mean, I can understand um, that. The assumption is that a lot of these guys are just dead, unfortunately. But. Yeah. I mean, both of the Road Warriors are definitely both passed away. Um, I, I, and, and Animal, who passed away recently, was kind of a surprise. Um, he, had, he had, like, a podcast, RIP to our fellow podcaster. Right, Road yeah. Warrior, Road Warrior Animal. But, um, you know, I think he, that definitely came as a surprise. So so that, so this here is uh, Dennis Condry coming up. Uh, he's looking like a straight old – how would you describe his look, Steve? Uh, flamboyant. Also, Road Warrior Animal. That's who you're talking about, right? Yes. Died in September 12th, of, so a couple months ago. Yeah. But yeah, what I'm seeing here, I'm liking the pants. <laughs> you like well, the the knot the knotted up American flag T-shirt? I do. Cut yeah. off shirt. It's very um, it's very like the boss, you know. Yeah. Bruce, very Bruce like. And Bobby Eaton has never changed his look. He's always pink tights, just glorious mullet. I so, like the tights. Well, you know, I mean, I appreciate your opinion on the mullet, but I'm not gonna. I, I don't come here to get my opinion on the mullets from you. That's true. That's true. Well, it hasn't changed much much since last uh, okay. the last time we covered it. So go back and listen to our Halloween Havoc episode if you want to hear Cassie's take on. I mean, this mullet. It's not as long as it was then because he's still growing it. Now it looks like it's been recently. Like it looks like he takes care of it. The, the sheen on that thing is actually like it's yeah. only accentuated by the lights, mainly because they're so close to the lights physically, yeah. because they're so goddamn high up in the sky. Yes, I would be. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not really afraid of heights. Like I never really was, but even I would be like, listen, this is 
Well, this like, thing that, looks rickety. It looks rickety as hell. I mean, the Road Warriors were just shaking it, and the whole thing was, like, shaking. Um, yeah, it's maybe, like, uh, three, three and a half feet across. Like, if you shake it, you're also in danger, right? Like, yeah. no one is safe if you shake it. So the match has started. Um, this isn't going to be the greatest match in the world. Well, you, I mean, just, you it, have it's to more be of a spectacle. <laughs> you have to be, yeah, it is a spectacle. For, you have to be careful. Like, they're obviously not going to be doing, like, jumps and shit, because that could, no. you know, talk about wrestler depths, but. Yeah. Um, I mean, spoiler alert, no one's going to get, like, suplexed off this thing. Which would be amazing, but maybe stick that to the video games, you know? Yeah. I mean, it'd stick that to ECW, because they would go on to do shit like that. Okay. And, uh, you know, it, it's very dangerous. You just have to, like, you know, yeah, because the, the wrestling up here is more of just, like, grappling and scaring each other, you know? Yeah. It's it's like it's like um, a, yeah, it's, it's like every single gangster movie where someone's held off the edge of a building to intimidate them, you know? That's kind of what mm-hmm. I imagine happens here. So, yeah, so they can't come off this thing. They have to be thrown from it or fall from it. Um, I'm assuming they're going to kind of, like, climb down a little and then get knocked to the mm. floor. Okay, I was going to say, um, do you think that someone's going to fall off? But that doesn't make more sense. Okay. Okay, Dennis oh. Kanji, they're throwing some powder at Hawk's face. Which will only, uh, of course, twice. make it slippery. Yeah, and blinded. Oh, they're what both is using that? powder. What's the powder? Oh, my God. Oh, God. I th- I'm assuming it's just maybe baby powder. I guess. I can or, smell it from here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, smelling salts? I don't know. <laughs> but um, either way, it's incapacitated the Road Warriors. I'll, I'll, I'll be happy to see that, that American flag you know, tie stay intact this entire time. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. And he's uh, Yeah, so he's a... Uh, He's actually wearing the American flag, which, you know, back in this day would, you know, it would make you think that he's the baby face, right? Nowadays, it's a different story. It's Yeah, it's a different story. <laughs> yeah. But, because, um, yeah, we'll see later on with um, Ric Flair. Uh, Nikita, he's fighting, he'll be fighting Nikita Koloff, who okay. is uh, kind of an interesting story. He went from, you know, stereotypical Russian to, um, to, uh, like, uh, just making sure that's still recording. Oh, okay. He went from, like, stereotypical Russian to actually, like, babyface, which is, you know, kind of cool, considering that we were in the middle of the Cold War still in 86, and we had a good guy Russian. I wonder if these guys went and saw Platoon to get ready for this, you know? I'm sure the Road Warriors were big into that. For sure. Also, okay, so Hawk is hanging on to this scaffolding piece that we've we've seen several of them just snap off already, and he's using that and putting all of his weight on it. Okay, Wow. Yeah, we're about to see a fall here. He's struggling to... Okay, there it is. Bobby Eaton was hanging from uh, Animal's leg underneath the scaffolding. Um, I'm assuming none of these boys are exactly, like, you know, light and easy to support, right? Like, if one's holding onto your legs, it's going to hurt. Yeah, I'm going to say the lightest one is probably still, like, at least 200 pounds. Is Bobby Eaton wearing spandex pounds. underneath his, his tights? I think so. He's got to yeah. be, right? He's got kind of that diaper outline. Damn right. So. Damn right. That's what <laughs> made me assuming. think of that. I'm assuming, yeah. I dig uh, it, man. I'm into that look. I'll yeah. try that out. If anybody, Again, if anybody has any, like, tights or, like, spandex leads, you know, hit me up on, on Twitter or hit up our Instagram. But keep keep watching Road Warrior uh, Hawk back there who's fighting 
Dennis Condry in the American flag, he keeps like putting all of his body weight onto those. Okay. Real quick, we have our first blade job here yep. with Bobby Eaton. But Road Warrior Hawk keeps putting all of his weight on that scaffolding, and it literally looks like it's about to fall apart. This whole thing looks like it was put together like two minutes before the match started. Like some so, bad contracting company set that up. Yeah. I mean, it, the, the I guess like the actual platform they're walking on, that three foot, you know, three foot wide, maybe you know, 60-foot-long platform looks pretty solid. but uh, Yeah, it's just not. It's Obviously, it's very narrow. So, But these, really like, support to... rails are not solid at all. No. And they keep, like, using them to pull themselves up. I wouldn't even call them support rails anymore. They're way past no. that. Some of them have, like, fallen off. And you're right, though. I'm seeing a lot of, like, kind of half climbing down before mm-hmm. they fall off, which, again, you know, it may... I, I don't yeah. know what's going to happen to your body if you fall off on the top of that thing. And Dennis Condry is now bleeding, too. He's bleeding all over the the red, white, and blue. It's very symbolic. So, you know, I, this this makes me to a point. I mean, I, I'm sure there's someone out there. I'm sure that's happened, but the Road Warriors, I can't think of a time where they really bladed a ton. Um, Which is kind of counterproductive for that name, right? Yeah. I, I, know, they have a, I know that they have the face paint, so... I don't know if maybe that had to do with it. I know there's like there's a famous video of Hawk um, from the World Warriors explaining how blade jobs work. It's like one of those famous like you know VHS rips of uh, behind the scenes, kind of like home video, and it shows him putting the blade in his in his tape. So I'm sure he does get you know a crimson mask from time to time, but. I can't think of a match off the top of my head where he does, but I'm thinking it has to do with the paint, maybe. Most likely. Yeah, uh, Hawk, Road Warrior Hawk died in 03. Yeah, and so. he had a lot of issues. He was, he was, he was like... Heart attack, though. Yeah, I think he was, he was into the little lost in the sauce. Snort skis. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but this... if your name is Road Warrior Hawk, I mean, you kind of should be look at those look at those muscles by the way damn yeah i mean even their manager paul ellering is like a former bodybuilder so he's ah, jack too okay. so the, the the road warriors are uh runs uh, in the they're, they're yeah so i don't you know they're both kind of fight so we got dennis Condry and road warrior hawk here underneath the scaffolding kind of fighting uh bobby eaton starting to climb down he's really bloody um it, getting it was, hit by animal it would seem like the Road Warriors have this. They, you know, they have control of the mm-hmm. match so far. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, they definitely have not taken a ton of uh, ton of hits here. And now they're everybody's kind of okay. Uh, Bobby Eaton is now monkey barring. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good term for it. <laughs> um, I think I'm, I think Hawk is too. Yeah, Hawk is as well. Yeah. And I think Bobby is going to try and like swing kick him. You know, I didn't expect this kind of thing to happen here. I'm pleasantly surprised. Oh, oh we had our first okay. fall. Dennis Condry fell, and that, I mean that's still a long fall. Oh, oh and, my god, you can easily shatter a leg by that. Yeah, I don't know how they didn't break a leg. Oh my, if you fall in a wrong way, your leg is toast. That was, I mean, honestly, that was extremely dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> that, that might be the most one of the most dangerous things we've covered on this show. And to be clear, for our benefit, of course, and it's fantastic. Yeah. But okay. I mean, Dennis Condry fell from kind of the scaffolding steps, but Bobby Eaton fell like just monkey barring. So he fell like a good 30 feet. 
yeah. and landed right on one leg. That is exactly right. Now, and I'll say, I mean, this match is technically over, but um, I think this that was a little bit more exciting than I expected, right? I mean, you know, obviously the yeah. point is to add a little bit of razzle-dazzle, the danger to um, to it, having the scaffold. And now what's going on here? I'm noticing... So now we have Jim Cornette, who is the manager of the Midnight Express, up on top. And see, let's see this is Road Warrior Animal up here still. And we have Paul Ellering, who's their manager of the Road Warriors. And he's another big guy. He's wearing some kind of gi <laughs> with a dragon on the back. <laughs> right. Which is kind of bad. I wouldn't mind that. If anybody has any gi contacts, you forward that to me. So Jim Cornette climbed up here, and he's about to take the plunge now, it seems. Why? Why, would, <laughs> why oh, would he do my, that? Why would he? He landed right on his ass, dude. Yeah. So that's Jim Cornette, who... That was Jim Cornette. <laughs> that was Jim Cornette, and uh, you know he he went to the top there, and uh, why took quite a tumble to the floor, and I don't know why he even climbed up there. What was That's, the point of that? I guess besides to, to, to give yourself a hernia. Man, uh, okay. So there's well. a good shot of Road Warrior Animal. He's looking badass up there. <laughs> he looks looking like an animal for real. <laughs> oh my goodness! So that was. So I think after the, so that's that's the scaffolding match, and I mean. Could the Road Warriors be any more badass? Like, if you were, like, a little kid here... Yeah, you, um, you become a fan for life, or at least until September 22nd of 2020, when the last yeah. one died. That's true. I, I mean, Paul I believe, Ellering is still alive. Paul Ellering is still alive, I believe. He's the, <laughs> he's the last remaining Road Warrior. God. But I wonder if... Uh, I mean, yeah. this was kind of the big... Heading into the big, like, marketing push for wrestling... I wonder if WCW or NWA here had a uh, scaffolding match like playset. It had to have. This is like a marketing like uh, gold mine. I feel like get this for the kids for Christmas. You didn't tell me this, but apparently uh, Paul Ellering's daughter, Rachel mm-hmm. Ellering, is a wrestler as well. Yeah, I don't know what she's been up to. I, I know she was signed with NXT for a little bit. Yep. Um, I don't know if she still is. Boy, she looks like she could beat the shit out of me and not even break a sweat. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, that's probably, I mean, she, she's Paul Ellering's daughter, so. Yeah, she looks like she could be a road warrior right now. Damn. Yeah. Respect yeah, to her. Paul's robe there. It is, it is fierce. It is something fierce. It's, it's like some sort of white tire. It's something, yeah. something with jujitsu or something. I'm into it, though. Yeah. So, at this point, if you want to jump ahead, Steve, to that next timestamp. Um, which is what time do you have it on it's me? It's going to be two two minutes, or I'm sorry, two hours, yeah. forty nine minutes and forty four seconds. So if you can get around there, um, here we are. Yeah, so we're jumping to the. Uh, this is going to be the Rock and Roll Express versus the Andersons. So okay. it's going to be a cage match. I like um, a good cage match, and then, this one won't be like shocked, right? Where that they they're like, oh, the the cage is electrified, and then it's no, proven no immediately that cages. it's not. No, Damn they it. haven't thought of that yet. <laughs> they didn't think about that at the time either. Yeah. So coming out here, um, who is coming out? But I, I think it's going to be the Rock and Roll Express. So these guys are kind of the opposite of the Midnight Express. Oh no, I'm sorry. We first of all coming out here, we have the Andersons. So Arn Anderson, Ole Anderson. Um, oh, some nice pyro behind them. Well, uh, nice pyro. It's primitive. <laughs> primitive. I, you know, I'm sure it made is, a big boom. Uh, <laughs> that's about all it, it made. Let's say that. But now, all right, I got to ask, who? which of these guys are still alive? 
Bo- uh, both actually are. Okay. All right. Um, both are alive. Are they related because they look like twins? They are not related, but in storyline, they are related. So That's nuts because they look exactly the yeah. same. Like, <laughs> wow. I, I don't think they're related. I'm actually going to look that up. While, you need while to bit, because Rock and Roll Express is coming out here. That is casting of the ages, if that's true, because they <laughs> have to be related. They look exactly Let alike. Let me see here. From one so, twin to another to these guys, they have yeah, to be Yeah, that's right. You are a twin. Um, no, I mean, they are not God. related. How in all. the hell? Okay, so they're clones. <laughs> Got it. Are, are clones are related. related? Can you say a clone is your brother? That's they both ridiculous. are just like, they're both, I think they both are from Minnesota, though. Although, this so, could be a, Minnesota a people I- kind of look alike. If you want, uh, this is a movie, a documentary, a great documentary called Three Identical Strangers from CNN Ooh. Films. I highly recommend you watch that. This could be a Three Identical Strangers thing. Great movie. I, I You really should look that up. That, that sounds interesting. It's a really good documentary. I caught it in theaters, which I don't do. I don't want to see a lot of documentaries in theaters, but I saw yeah. Three Identical Strangers. I think it's on like the CNN app now, but it's very good. Well, and it's probably on that. HBO Max. I probably can't probably watch is. it. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I recommend it. And you watch it and you'll think, okay, these guys are obviously a situation like Three Identical Strangers. So we got the Rock and Roll Express coming out here. Uh, mortal enemies of the... Uh, Midnight Express, who we just saw in that scaffolding match. Um, and these guys are baby faces to the max. Really? I mean, this is like, yeah, these guys are like, you know, I mean, this is like, if you were, these guys are going after that, uh, like, 16-year-old wrestling girl, girl wrestling fan of the 80s. You know, they're the cool, you know, fun, rocking guys. See, I have um, to. I, this personal issue I have is that I think baby face, and I think it like physically. I'm like these guys that look like baby faces, but a baby true. face is an idea, right? It's a it's a construct, not exactly right. like a Olin Arn Anderson. They should say not related underneath it. If, if <laughs> no, you can are, believe it, no. In in storyline, they're re- they're supposed to be related. Well, let me come on. <laughs> look at their face. Are you? They're kidding both. Me? For, I mean, for anybody who isn't familiar with Oli and Arn Anderson, they're both probably in their like mid to late 30s here both already prematurely balding yeah um big beards big big exactly the same facial hair big exactly the same big bellies i really i mean hey whatever now i wish cass was here to give me the the down low on the on that uh on On the rock and rolls haircuts yeah man look at that i mean look at that chest hair too chest hair so i think that's uh so it's 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 ricky morton and robert gibson so robert Gibson is the one with the chest hair and the dark hair. Ricky Morton's the blonde who um would pretty much go on to inspire like every you know smaller wrestler I would say to an extent throughout the 90s, most notably probably Shawn Michaels. Um he definitely kind of got his look from Ricky Morton there with the with the blonde hair and the streamers around, you know, all the bandanas around the legs. Um, I definitely going with like a Bon Jovi look here. <laughs> bon Jovi is a good way to put it. I just see those streamers as like a, you know, it's like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it's dangerous. It can, that could be easily be exploited against them. Yeah. You so know. we got, okay, so they're tying up here. This is going to be a pretty, uh, pretty intense match. The Andersons, like I said, so we've already seen three of the four horsemen. So we have the Andersons, Ole and Arn, Tully Blanchard, and then the leader of the group, Ric Flair. So th- Which, those... of course, yeah. I mean, we haven't seen Ric Flair in this fight, but obviously this show is no stranger to Ric Flair. Yeah, and he'll be coming up for the next match, that Nikita Koloff match at the end. Um, 
but it's kind of all chaos in here right now. We got the we got Earl Hebner back in, uh, ref in this match, and we know he knows how to. He, he's you know as far as refs go, I'm gonna say he's one of the best ones. Okay. He really helps with the storytelling. I feel like. But um, I do like that. But yeah, I'm gonna take this t- this time to talk about uh, the Thanksgiving menu that we're we're trying to prepare tomorrow. Yeah, give me the deets we're, on we're, that. It's the, it's the first Thanksgiving I've ever cooked. Okay. So, um, we're we're keeping it low key. Like I said, we only have four people coming, so there's only gonna be four of us. So we're doing like small portions, but we're gonna try and do all your standards: your green bean casserole, mm. your roasted sweet potatoes. Okay. Your uh, Benny and Jess are taking the mashed potato duties. Oh, oh yeah. Um, With the gravy, I would hope. Yeah, we're doing some gravy. Beautiful. And. Uh, and then when it, you know, it's only four people. So, like, we're not buying a whole turkey here. Sure. So, we're doing a garlic and, like, herb turkey breast. Ooh, so just mercy. A, just, a, just a small guy. Hey, White I meat. mean, listen, oh, I'm a dark meat guy, but, hey, I'll take anything I can get. Yeah. But then, you know, we have the vegetarian. We got Cass here, too. So, she's vegetarian. So, we're doing a, a roasted butternut squash. Okay. And we're stuffing that boy. We're going to hollow that out and stuff it with stuffing. Oh, oh so, my mer- oh, mercy me. So we'll have these little Ooh. butternut squash medallions with stuffing in the middle. So oh I, think my we're, God. I think we're going to be looking pretty good. Is stuffing um, vegetarian? I guess I, I, it's, there's no meat in it. So I guess, I mean, yeah, yeah of you can make it vegetarian. I think you can. Uh, yeah, there's nothing. I think some people might put like turkey. Sure. Stuffing is very versatile, yeah, though. You know, you can really make, yeah. make you could, you know, stuffing is a good canvas for an artist to do whatever, you know. Yeah, so um, we're making a vegetarian stuffing, but... Let me ask you this. Have you ever had anybody in your family do the whole yams thing? Because I have not. I don't even know what the hell yams taste isn't like. Isn't a yam a sweet potato? Uh, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. I think it is a sweet potato. I, I just think of, like, the yams with the uh, with the, uh, with the the marshmallow in it, or whatever the hell it is. Oh, I, I have had good. that. It, it sounds yeah, good. I think that's just, like, sweet potato casserole. Okay. I mean, you know, I'm I'm a very unpicky eater, so like I don't care what the hell it is. I, I, yeah. And I'm gonna say it. I think Thanksgiving is probably my favorite holiday, Whoa. because I like am in love with everything that has to do all the food. Maybe the cranberry sauce can fuck off. But other than that, um, See, I love it all. So we're not doing cranberry sauce, but we we bought some cranberry juice so we're gonna okay. do some cranberry cocktails oh a nice modern twist a adult yeah. twist on an old classic yeah. i like that yeah and I'm, gonna, okay. I'm, I'm gonna try and do a pretty crazy green bean casserole too i've never done a green bean casserole but i like green bean casserole i like green beans you know it's not see i i like thanksgiving but the one thing i'm not crazy about is the turkey i'm not a big turkey guy <sighs> now are you are you more of a ham person no i'm not a big ham guy either <laughs> I would I would much prefer the turkey, but if someone's like we only have ham, I'm not gonna kick it out of bed. But I yeah. do prefer, and I'm a dark meat bitch for sure. But I'll take it anyway, you know. So yeah, we got guy. some planning to do. Cassie's taking all the baking, so she's gonna be doing the pie. Oh yeah, Cassie's also doing a homemade pumpkin pie. Oh man, she makes a killer pie crust. I'm gonna if, give it if to I her can be bed. if I can be cheesy for you right here. You are lucky to have her because she sounds. I'm telling <laughs> you, man. Keep her, her close. Her, her pie crust, Steve, literally tastes like a almost. It, it's almost more like sugar cookie than pie crust. Oh my god! I mean, so it's my, still pie crust, but it's it's just so like it's so like just buttery and sugary. Oh my it's, holy it's, god! Yeah, it's 
It's good. Before we get back into the fight here, I have some weird body thing, and I would like it if anybody listening, if anybody experiences this as well, to write us in. Um, if I, like, talk about something that, like, excites me, my eyes water, like, a fuck ton. <laughs> it's so weird. And my I, doctors I, listening, please. I feel like I'm crying right now. You're just describing the food. It's, like, visibly, I can barely see. You might be crying. It might I don't just, know what it, it is. Just, it might just strike that emotion in you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm just an emotional guy, but yeah, like if I like hype myself up, my eyes just fucking water. Yeah, uh, I know friend of the show Devin Green, you know, co-host of uh, Concord Dawn when that was a thing. He likes to make fun of me for that, but I don't know what it is. But just describing that food, I feel like I'm like soaked in the eyes. But hey. Yeah, but so for Thanksgiving, you know, I love it. You know, I wouldn't be mad if like. You know, someday, like, they were like, you know what? What if we just switch to, like, prime rib instead of turkey? Or what if I we would... switch to even just pork ribs? Let's get a barbecue Thanksgiving. A barbecue um, Thanksgiving. I'm into that. See, that's a nice bit of... I'm, I'm sure in the South people probably do that. I don't know. That sounds see, great, though. I'm not, I think I'm not I get it from my, my dad. My dad's not a big turkey fan either. And uh, he's actually taking this COVID Thanksgiving year to... Uh, to do he's actually doing some ribs on the grill because he's just cooking for my mom and sister i think so. you are your i think you are your father's son in that regard yeah. so i yeah we're, we're we're doing a turkey but it's just a small turkey breast but um hey, i'm man. looking forward to this butternut squash stuff to the stuff to the brim yeah with, uh, with stuffing i'm not sure if i would consider myself a big butternut squash fan but if you stuff it with stuffing i mean that can't yeah. do anything but other than you know enhance it right i mean stuffing I, to me is yeah. just uh i could eat stuffing every day of my life so yeah so getting back to the match here oh um, yeah there's it's some been match pretty, going on. It's, it's been you know pretty pretty hard-hitting pretty technical um you know the the andersons have been really kind of taking it to rock and roll um well, because Robert the Andersons Anderson. are like twice the body mass yeah. t- total. So I'm not surprised to see the Andersons have been kind of controlling this match. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they, they've been they've been in control here. I don't think Ricky Morton has even been in yet. So we're just waiting for that hot tag. Because, um, you know, we got you're going to have a hot tag here. But Ooh. see, they've been working that leg of Robert Gibson. So he can't even get. Oh, he got there. The tag, okay. Big hot tag from Ricky Morton. He's in. He's he's fresh. <laughs> well, he's already and, getting his ass beat. So yeah, he, he was it was pretty quick. I mean, it's like a whole weight class above. You know, these these boys. These uh, yeah, the Andersons. So he went I do first like, into the cage. That we might have a blade job here. Um, I mean, hey. You. You know, you mentioned this is not going to be a bloody, you know, a bloody show, but I mean, I think we've had a blade job at least once, once a match here. Yeah, so match I'm not, bad. I'm not mad. You know, it's been. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just. I think Starcade '85 is just infamous because it's every single match, even sure. like the first. Like we didn't cover the first half of these these matches, but um, you know, those would be full of blood in you know a year ago. Sure. Um, and I, yeah, I, 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 go ahead. I was just gonna, you know, I'm just being me. I'm commenting on the on the the spandex, the stars around them. I kind of like that, but I do yeah. want the pants, you know, the the kind of pink and black with the streamers. And so, uh, we're we're pretty far into this match. Who who are you pulling for so far, Steve? I, I, I to me, the Andersons kind of have this at a lock. I mean, granted, this is a wrestling match, so that can change in a nutshell in a heartbeat. 
Yeah. Um, I'm mixing my, uh, you know, my sayings there, but um, I do. I would be surprised if the Andersons don't walk away with this, but I guess we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, they definitely have the size advantage, but you know, the rock and roll is the champs. So they, uh, they got a, they got maybe momentum that. on their side. Yeah, but I mean, you know, the first match we thought one thing, and then because of the sneaky tactics of the, of the manager, it, you know, it, the tides were turned at the end, unfairly so. But you know, that's that's the that's showbiz, baby. And, and the Andersons are part of the same group, the Horsemen, and you know, as we saw with the Tully match, they play dirty. They do. The dirty runs so, in the family. And I so. think we got some blood here from Ricky Morton. I don't know when he bladed, but. He's definitely bleeding. And now they're great in his face on the cage. That's one of my favorite moves. I don't know if I've ever said that, but I don't think I, I've ever seen that before until I now. Love and I love the like face it. great. It's a I wish a it was one. the electrified face great, but <laughs> what are you gonna do? Even when it was electrified it wasn't, so hey, what are you gonna do? Yeah, we didn't see a single electrocution. If you want to see an electrocution, go back and listen to our uh, our Halloween Havoc match from like a year ago or two two years ago actually now. How crazy is that? I know, that's nuts. Our first Halloween Havoc episode. Our first Halloween Havoc episode, I think episode 36. No, it can't be that. It must be. 36? That can't be right, because we started in 2018. you're right, you're right. It's uh, episode 11. Okay. Um, We saw Abdul the Butcher get a... Ah, yes, okay. Yeah. That's right, we've covered... We've had three Halloween Havoc episodes. Time flies. Yeah, no shit. I mean, this, you, despite everything of this year being a goddamn clusterfuck, uh, this year's been gone by pretty quick for me. You know, it's just, uh, maybe yeah. it's because I live alone and just kind of go through the motions, but um, this has been a quick year. It seems like just yesterday we were covering contamination and joking about this uh, whole virus. Yeah. And uh, now we're in lockdown. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, we'll see how these vaccines go. But, yeah, I don't – I remember when I was – Devin, friend of the show, Devin, always said that I was the first one to kind of, like, mention it. Like, hey, this virus yeah. thing could be a, become a big thing. Um, yeah, what am I, I remember – What am I not proud of being correct about that one? I remember hearing about it um, just after, like, uh, New Year's, kind of. Yeah. And then, crazy enough, I mean, Cassie and I were on vacation in February Man. for Valentine's Day. We were in Traverse City, and I remember kind of hearing about it then in February, like, it actually getting serious. And we were like, wow, like, we made, like, the joke, like, man, I think we're safe up here at least because we were in, like, a cabin up in Traverse City in, like, a, in, like, a blizzard. But, yeah, it seems like, that does seem like uh, just yesterday. It hit, it hit quick, right? Yeah, because yeah. Devin and I had a because uh, we had the same we worked at the same company. We had a um a like our Christmas holiday party on January 11th, um and I remember while we were in in the Uber on our way to the holiday party, we scheduled yeah. flights to Philadelphia in May. We were like, hell yeah, I can't wait to go to Philadelphia in May. Yeah, um, and then <laughs> the, everything hit, and we were like, well, hopefully it'll be all gone by then, but we don't have to cancel our flight. Well, well, yeah, yeah. Cassie and I went to a. Uh, like a music festival um, in Hamtramck like four days before the Michigan lockdowns. Man. Like, remember, we remember hearing, like, it was like that. I guess it was, no, it was it was a week before. It was, like, early, early March. And we went to this festival, and then, like, the next day, like, cases, like, were going crazy in, like, Seattle and stuff. 
And I think maybe Michigan had just got their first case and then everything <sighs> locked down. God, and it then happened so quick. We were actually at a bar for um on that weekend too because it was like St. Patrick's Day. Oh yeah, it's right. Crazy. Kind of all hit like right around then. Now did we they, did we do our live show in Hamtramck uh, yes. two years ago? That was two years ago, right? Or two was it one year ago? ago? Yeah. Okay, two yeah, years yeah. ago. Yeah. Oh no, I guess it would have been a year ago. It would have been like last fall or last late late summer of twenty nineteen. Different times. Yeah. Different so. times. Let's so back hope, to hope we can match. get back to that, but yeah. Uh, Ricky Morton is crimson here, which we love to see it. We do. He's just getting that ass beat. That's what I'm saying, man. You got the you got these Anderson boys. It's a whole weight class above. It's nuts. I mean, and just as a little like tid, like you know, this is a little insider trick here for all you uh, anybody listening to the show. But go watch any you know steel cage match in the the mid '80s, and you'll see a lot of blood. So if you ever got like a bloodthirst and you know you want to watch something that we haven't covered, just look through, look for just cage matches. You know, '87 to earlier. You'll find a you'll find a copious amount of blood. We just like you know we just like um, we like the bloody masks. Uh, you know what you know what I'm making my pledge right now. Mm-hmm. Bef- before we record, when, when, once we record next, I will have seen Beyond the Mat on Netflix. Wow, yeah, it's really good. It is very. Um, I mean, it's definitely it covers like the uh, Attitude Era very well. Gives you a nice history of ECW. Um, gives you a nice history of uh, Terry Funk mm-hmm. and, you know, big, huge. I mean, half of the movie is based on Mick Foley and um, sure. everything he went through outside of the ring. Um, which, I mean, it's like, it's amazing that Mick Foley can even walk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, and I've said it before on this show, but I've just heard nothing but amazing things about that documentary. So, yeah, I mean, because it, it's made. It's made um, kind of like this show, where it's it it uh, it pulls the curtain back, mm-hmm. but it's it's made with love. Sure, you know it's not it's not made to, um, you know I mean it does have some hard things to watch, like you watch Jake the Snake struggling literally with addiction on camera. Um, but it's made as kind of like a, kind of like you know kind of like the movie The Wrestler. Mm-hmm. Where it's a great it, movie. it it, it kind of shows like what happens to your heroes after after uh, you know the spotlights off them. I got to see that movie in theaters, which is nice. That was an '08. I have to think that that movie was partially you know inspired by like the stuff covered in the in Beyond the Mat. You have to ask Darren Aronofsky. I mean, you know, he, he, yeah. it, it was definitely a departure, not in like how he how he makes movies. Actually, kind of was at the same time ish, but. The subject matter was definitely a departure. But then he, of course, went on to do Black Swan, which is like the wrestler, but in, you know, in ballet or not really ballet. Well, I guess, yeah, yeah. ballet. Yeah, the wrestler yeah. is, uh, I mean, it won some, it won some big awards, didn't it? Yeah, it was a really, it was supposed to be a big comeback vehicle for Mickey Rourke and it didn't really happen, but, yeah. um, he was incredible in the movie. Yeah, it's a really good I love movie. that movie. Go watch it if you good. haven't seen it. Uh, it's, it's, it's really great. So, Wow. Uh, Arn Anderson going top rope here, which is uh, <laughs> really goes to maybe show. Maybe that's Ole Anderson. I don't know which one. <laughs> goes to show how strong that rope is. Yeah, you don't know because they look yeah. exactly the same. Because they're. I think that clones. was actually Ole Anderson, but <laughs> going top rope in the steel cage. Um, so this is like 
you know, we've covered this. There's like different steel cage rules where there's some where you actually have to win by pinfall or submission. There's some where you have to climb out of the cage. Um, this one, I believe you have to win by pinfall or submission. It kind of depends on like which company was doing it. WWF was a big like escape the cage. Hmm. Okay. Where well, that, w- that one seems a bit, a bit more um, like, you know, a big more showman, a big more, yeah. um, what's the word I'm looking for, theatrical kind of thing. So that Yeah, makes like think of like Hulk Hogan, put him in the cage with like, you know, uh, like Tugboat or something. And it's like, you know, it's like you have Hulk Hogan versus the monster in the cage. He has to escape the cage. So that's that's very much like a WWF thing to do. But, um, but yeah. This one I is st- going to be a just straight up pin them, pin them to win them. I still think the Andersons have this on lock. You know, I just think it's looking like it. It looks like it. I know that these guys are uh, they're looking. Well, that crimson mask is while beautiful. It's not helping his case at all. No, but he's he's resilient though. He's not really. You know, maybe you got you got the ref kind of telling him like, listen, hey, it might be over here, um, <laughs> kind of like our president. But although he's not, he's being resilient. So. That's true. We did mention on one of the episodes like a while ago that we would be doing the, these coming episodes with a knowing who the next president would be. And actually, I'm surprised. Like, I was not expecting to know this quick. Yeah. Well, but I'm, I don't, I'm I don't think it's a, it's a it's a surprise that one of them is taking a bit longer to concede. So <laughs> that's not yeah. a surprise. It's stupid, but it's not a surprise. Even even his own camp is like, listen, it's time to. But you know, it's just, you know what uh, else isn't a surprise. Is Ricky Morton going for this hot tag here, and it's interrupted? <laughs> interrupted by immediately. It's just by a nice, a nice body, you know, truck stick right into the wall. Yeah, body checked into the wall. Um, but, but yeah, this is actually, you know, I I feel like we've covered a Rock and Roll Express match. I just I can't remember. Maybe it was on I one of the Halloween so. Havocs or something. But if it was, it was a it was a you know a passing by because I yeah. really don't have any memory. I mean, you know me, I don't have any memory of anything we've done in this show. But that's true. I just I wipe myself MIB style after every show. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, wipe my memory. I mean, it's a, don't 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 be fooled. I have plenty of cheat sheets over on my end. That that's why I can just list off episode names and yeah, uh, and, and numbers. You're like, oh yeah, that episode with that movie, and I'm like, <laughs> I have like if it, you know if it, like if it doesn't involve me shitting on audition as a fucking piece of shit movie, then you know I barely remember what it is, except for like Street Trash, which is to this day the best movie we've watched. So the crowd is going pretty crazy here. Um, I think the I think the match might be over. It is. well, you know, you heard the bell. It's definitely yeah, over. So the but... bell is over. The 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 Midnight Express actually won. I'm sorry, the Rock and Roll Express actually won, and they're just getting their asses beat now. Well, because you know, yeah, in this particular show, the match is never quite over at the bell. No, <laughs> for any of these ones that we've covered so far. No, absolutely not. So now, wait, wait a minute. How the hell did they win? I did I miss that completely? So there was like a quick roll up in the commotion. Mm, um, okay. One of those yeah, last minute turns, just yeah, just kind of. I knew yeah, that was going to happen. Quick roll ups. Uh, the shit can turn. The shit can turn on a dime like that, man. I'm telling yeah. you, that's nuts. Like I was so confident. I'm like, yeah, Andersons have, have been dominating. It just takes one little roll like that to turn the tides, man. Yeah, I'm a little so, unsatisfied by that. We're about to head into this like long video montage celebrating Magnum TA. 
But um, I'm going to say we go ahead and skip that because it is sure. long and it's there's nothing really going on. But if you want to skip to three hours, 14 minutes, and 57 seconds, we're going to put a bow on this with a Ric Flair. A pretty great Ric Flair match, actually. Wait, this is still the covering of that. What? Where's the actual fight here? It no, looks it like should, it just... Yeah, it should be good. You're, you're good. Okay. I really didn't even get the... I'm sorry, just going to recap that fight a little bit. Um, They they like to have this freeze frame. There we go. Ric Flair versus Nikita Koloff. Okay. Well, this is live 1986 television technology. True. You know, this this is probably cutting-edge stuff for the director. Yeah, damn right. We'll freeze frame like a true foe, you know, like the 400 blows ending. (laughs) That's a deep cut. I don't expect you to get that one. There so we're he is. Heading into R- R- Ric Flair, Nikita Koloff. So, um, you know what? Let me pull up a little, uh, a little background on this match here. But this one is a. Uh, th- this was supposed to be, I think, um, Magnum TA was uh, was supposed to fight Ric Flair here. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, Magnum TA in the motorcycle accident. Um, he's actually temporary. Pa- temporarily paralyzed at this time in his career oh my god so we have dusty Rhodes, nikita koloff who was like a massive heel like i had said he was a russian turned good guy um so these guys are all kind of um fighting on the behalf of magnum ta for all these matches um but yeah nikita koloff's an interesting story um very, you know, very crazy to have a Russian be the babyface, but you know, when you're going against R- uh, Ric Flair, who who shows up with the 2001 A Space Odyssey music yeah. to hype him up, I mean, what more do you need? Jesus. Speaking of which, have you seen this monolith that's been found in Utah? Indeed, I have. Yeah, <laughs> I thought about when you, you know, when you, myself, and friend of the show, ex-host Ryan, went to see it. Not the, not the. There, my God, Sheila, what a gorgeous cat! Oh my goodness. What a babe. A sick today, though. Which I wonder why. Not Through <laughs> no fault of her own, of course. Yeah. Well, she's okay now. But, yeah. And you're not allergic to her at all? I would, see, I'd be sneezing um, like a motherfucker. I mean, I, I take allergy meds. You know, I, I take Allegra. But that's Got also it. for just seasonal allergies. So I think it helps with the cat. Um, now, if I buried my face just, like, right in her fur for, like, and just, like, took a good, you know, couple inhales... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I would definitely. It's be, game uh, over. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd, I'd be sneezing like a like a monster. Oh wait, maybe we're not past this uh, Magnum TA thing. It seems like I kind of just cut right into that. Didn't yeah, it? give give us a little bit of a fast forward. Wow. Yeah. That's, no, it's, uh, <laughs> okay, you can wow. you can stop it there. Where, where he's screaming like that. <laughs> I think this is the end. But, they kind um, of just shoved that in there, didn't they? Out of yeah. nowhere. And I okay. believe it's all, like, it's a real mess because this is on the WWE Network now. So, it's, like, it's all dubbed over. Um, they changed the song on it. I believe there were people talking over it, too. And it's now just, like, this really bad soft rock song. Okay, you know, you, we can skip forward. <laughs> it reminds you of, like, like the bloody, not of the bloody apes, where yeah. it's, like, you gotta find, like, a nice uh, VHS copy to get the original. Yeah. Not that this, not that our listeners would know about the bloody apes because you ruined that episode. What no, it's on the live God. episode. We we we. Oh, that's on right. It. We did. Okay. okay, so here we are. We're here's Nikita Koloff. Are you sure that um, isn't Stone Cold Steve Austin? Looks just like a, <laughs> another clone, huh? 
So Nikita Koloff, real name. Man, oh, what a what is what a, his real name? Oh, what a brute. Nelson Simpson. So he's oh, not. He's actually not from Russia. Okay, that's the most, the most <laughs> non-Russian name I can think of. Yeah, he's he still is alive though. Wow. Um, yeah, it's six, Stone Cold he's only Steve Austin. Years old. It's only sixty-one. That's yeah, pretty good for a wrestler. You know unfortunately. I've actually never put that together, Steve. He does look so much like Stone Cold. <laughs> You've never like put that face. together. Look at that! Look at that head. Yeah, I mean, yeah. of course, Definitely. Stone Cold. Of course, transcends the medium. You know, so like even if you've never been, you know, seen wrestling, you know who Steve Austin <laughs> is. So he's still rocking like the the you know Russian Federation jacket. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, I don't know. Is this a moment of of wrestling uh, putting its uh, you know you know breaking barriers down that people are cheering for a Russian? I, I don't know. Maybe we're thinking too much <laughs> into it. But yeah, like, is that the most? Yeah, is that something that they would really bother to do? Who knows? I don't know. But you know, everybody hates Ric Flair, so um, put anybody against Ric Flair, um, they're going to cheer for that guy. So, so Ric Flair is at this point, he's still a um, the big heel, right? Oh yeah, he's the leader of the Four Horsemen. All right, um, I had a hunch. You know, he he was supposed to be fighting Magnum TA, which is you know. After the accident, Magnum TA is the baby faces of all baby faces. So, Nikita Koloff stepping in here is... Nature uh, boy himself. Ric Flair. Goddamn. And he's the heavyweight champ here still. So... And I'll, and I'll, you know, and I'll say what everybody else who's watching this right now is thinking. And uh, Nikita Koloff, despite what you lean, you cannot miss that bulge down there. No. You can't miss it, man. Look at that. So, yeah, like I said, his name's Nelson Scott in real ne- life. Nelson. Um, I thought it was Nelson Simpson. Or Nelson Simpson. You might boy, have, you, is, you're probably right, Nelson Simpson. That is But uh, Minnesota boy. A lot of Minnesota um, boys, I'm noticing. Yeah, a lot of Minnesota boys. Huh. Um, what else can he really do there for fun, you know? Yeah. He's, uh, I guess he has Hodg- Hodgkin's disease, which I you know, oh. is a type of cancer. Oh, dear. Um, oh, I'm sorry. No, he doesn't. His wife did. Oh, his ah. wife passed away from it pretty young. Oh. Um, Look at that. That's legendary right there. Yeah. So. To be clear, I'm just talking about them staring at each other face to face right now. It's the, the power there is palpable. Oh, I see why. So on Wikipedia, it lists his name as Nikita Koloff. In 1988, he l- legally changed his name to Nikita Koloff. Oh, wow. So, he took talk, that stage name. Well, okay. Yeah. Right. So talk about uh, living the gimmick. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, if it works for you, <laughs> you know, I'm surprised uh, Ric Flair didn't like legally change his name to like Nature Boy Ric Flair, but <laughs> or at some point Nature Man, maybe. I think his name is close to Ric Flair um, in real life. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's very close. It's not Ric Flair, but it's close. It's like Rick like richard richard like, flarington yeah something like something that. like that yeah ricardo so, flarington you know this is a rick flair match we know rick's gonna bleed um that's why he and, has that hair color man it goes great with blend but yeah. soaked in blood i love it and we've talked about this too like speaking of st- we've talked about this especially in stone cold matches sometimes the bald heads don't don't bleed that well because they don't have enough hair to get caught in so, so the image of that I think of is like, you know, like the turn of the century kind of carny shows you have the strong man. Yeah. Like if you put Nikita Koloff, you give him that handlebar mustache and give him yeah. one of those comically large bars with the big, you know, balls at the end. 
uh, he would fit. I mean, I think it's because of his his uh, his outfit here, looking like a turn of the yeah. century, you know, strongman outfit. Is that a is that a unitard? I believe so. It can definitely be um, seen as one. It's definitely one kind of it. Yeah, it's got like the like spaghetti straps that just come down to his belly button. Um, Again, if anybody has any leads on one of those, you can. I, I would. I'm, I'm. I'm itching to dress up. You know. Yeah, and he's got the he's got the Soviet Union, the the CCCP, which I don't know what that actually stands for. I know it's the Soviet Union's. I've been trying to figure that out ever since I saw him walk out with that. Let me you see know? if I can dig it up, but I, you know, I, I'm sure it has a um, an actual like really hard to pronounce Russian names way longer than than you would think like each word Um, each each c is like 20 syllables yeah i mean it's actually it's it's three russian words that are i cannot pronounce but uh it stands for the union of soviet socialist russia so that's about right yeah that's that's all we need to know as americans but um the match is officially technically really begun so the match is beginning. This is going to be a pretty hard hitting match, but I want—I do want to kind of get some final Thanksgiving thoughts from you, Skeez. Always, um, always. Other than the food, what's what, what's your typical Thanksgiving day? Are you a? So you, I'll paint a picture. So okay. usually we're at like we kind of rotate, like I'm sure many families do, kind of between like the uncle's mm-hmm. house and then the cousin's house and then your house and. Um, like last year we were at my aunt's house, um, and the Carly family, you know, the Carly's, the big Carly's were all a big family and, uh, the drink of choice is usually cans of Coke. So you oh, hear the, okay. so you hear the, kiss, 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 kiss. It's, you know, that's like the, you know, I always picture me screaming in a corner over all the loud sounds of the, kiss, 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 the cans opening. Very nice. Um, a lot of Coke. And then, yeah, we do that kind of, not Coca-Cola to be clear. Um, and then we do a lot <laughs> so of, pretty yeah. sober, pretty sober Thanksgiving. Yeah, but you know, you know, you know how the American thing is. The dads are all on the couch watching the football, yeah. Bud Light. Yeah. Um, there's the that one uncle is always passed out in the corner. That you know, mm-hmm. and then so, um, and that's pretty much it. You know, they got the football, and then it's usually me in the background waiting for the big, the big Marvel teaser or big Disney movie <laughs> teaser and the commercials. You know, that's oh, usually so they, drops. so they got some good trailers usually on the commercials. Yeah, like last year was the first, or um, I guess two years ago, it was the first time you see the, the new Lion King, which of course you know ended up not being very good. But yeah. um, and usually, like I mean, let's see, today is November, of, so we would be seeing, I think, the first teaser for. Uh, I don't know. I would obviously everything in Marvel has been pushed back, so we would be seeing Eternals would it would already be out of theaters probably. But okay. oh, God damn it! So this year's plan, low key, at the at the at the brothers, the new house. They just moved in like last week, so it's wow. brand new, and they're about a mile and a half from me. And then, which I'm of course like a mile from my parents, and we're all right there now, which is nice. Yeah. It just, yeah, I doing, mean, you know, it just sucks because, zoom, so right, so you guys are, eh, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. You know, I would like, I would, I would, I would love to move to New York City, like more than anything these days, but having the nephew, you know, That's it's, true. it's one of those things where it's like, you know, it sucks, but at the same time you want to be near him. You know, I want to be near him. You know, I'm his uncle TT. It's how it works. Do you have an older brother too? I, I am the oldest. I have a younger brother. I am the okay. oldest. It's me, my twin, and then a younger I, I one. I you had a younger brother. I couldn't remember if you had an older brother, though. Nope. I am the older twin by three wow. minutes, so I'm the older one. Yep. Don't let him forget it. C-section, baby. I just, I volunteered to be pulled out first, making me the older by default. That's how it goes. Very good. Very nice. Yeah. 
So the soup should be good, have, though. Do you have any uh, Thanksgiving movies? Any any classic movies that that go into rotation on these? Here's on, on here's these? the thing. You know me. I'm a kind of a student of cinema, as pretentious mm-hmm. as that is to say. And you know, I spend a lot of my time researching you know the film history i am not and i never have been no one in my family has ever been like a tradition movie tradition yeah. family i've never had like a i know my mom likes to watch it's a wonderful life on christmas that kind of thing but like i okay. don't care about any of that stuff so no i don't yeah i don't really either i mean i think you know it's it's been a while i don't think i've watched it since we actually covered it on the show so i think i'm thinking about throwing blood rage on okay um probably i mean i think a lot of people will, you know it's arguably the best thanksgiving horror movie probably ever made not thanks killing um i mean (laughs) that's more of like a cult thing but it has its own flavor sure but yeah intended but um i've been hearing there's some other ones like a lot of people have been calling your next a thanksgiving movie that's a good Um, one that's uh, i think that's not ty west is that no that's uh adam weingard i think yeah, and Adam then I've heard a lot of people talking about Motel Hell, which I've never actually seen, but I've heard of it. I don't know if that's a Thanksgiving movie as well, but well, and you're playing know. and you're playing Skyrim, which is right right about now. That's a good kind of Thanksgiving holiday game, I think, yeah. maybe because of the of the terrain and the climate of that game. You know, yeah, it's a good like it's a great game to just like pick up if you have a week off of work, like me. Yeah, man, it's you know, I mean, it's sold like you know an unfathomable amount of you know, which is why Bethesda keeps putting on you know, like if, if a machine can run anything, its chances are it can run Skyrim. Yeah, or it's been released on it. So and it's it, got some. I mean, when I bought it, which was, you know, not too long ago, maybe a year and a half ago, um, you know, it came with a bunch of DLCs and, like, different mm-hmm. uh, side quests. Of, that's the benefit of buying games like the complete edition, right? You got all the yeah. good stuff. I bought I, – I actually went to Meyer and I bought it at midnight at launch on 11-11-11, November oh. 11, 2011. I bought it at launch. I waited – I sat there on the floor of of, uh, of Meyer. I was twenty years old. So. See, but if you just would have waited eight years, you would have gotten all the expansion packs. I know. For like, I think I only paid like twenty five bucks for it. I mean, I've paid. I bought that game many times now. Just like Oblivion, I bought. I paid sixty bucks for a new game, probably seven times. Um. So you know, I'm sure I played it all. Yeah. So okay, simple. back to this match. Lots of headlocks. Lots of you know is this? I mean, this is a this is a hard hitting match, but you know, I I knew going into this that this wasn't going to be a Steve Carley match type off the off the gun here because I know you like your high flying boys, but uh, it's um there's not a ton of high flying stuff in this era. I'm sorry, you broke up like a motherfucker on my end, so I heard almost none of oh, that. I'm s- I'm sorry. I was saying that this Blame isn't Skype. this isn't your this isn't your type of match per se. Correct. Um, There's yeah, not a ton of high flying. It is interesting how often I feel like it's almost like a pattern that I'm seeing where like this like the big ticket head headliner is like yeah. the most kind of not safe, but well, actually, yeah, I'm going to say it's safe. Like it's, I mean, I know it's kind of hard to, to like go from the like the the scaffolding to this, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just well, that's not kind my, of the... my kind. That's kind of the, I guess, the issue with how we do the show here because, I mean, it's a pretty big fall from Makita there. That was, but, yeah. But, um, you know, the the main event matches are almost always, you know, based on, like, months and months and months of buildup. Sure. So it's kind well, yeah, of unfair for us to just view the match as just the match because it's, like, it's hard to view this without being in the moment of 
absolutely hating Ric Flair and, you know, what, you know, watching the TV episode where Nikita Koloff becomes a good guy, you know, so there's like a, there's a lot of like emotion behind this that you don't necessarily get from just watching a match. Sure. Yeah, there's so, hype for it, of course. You know, it's a different yeah. without taking all, removing all that context and taking it at face exactly. value. But that's how we so, do things here. Yeah, that's how we do things. We completely remove the context. Goddamn right. Created on the blood. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Damn right. So, um, but yeah, so it's like, and, and you know, in, in the main event matches, even going back to the Hogan eras of WWF and stuff, and and even the Stone Cold. I mean, Stone Cold's a little different because I mean, he had charisma out his ass. Um. Which would just make the matches so fun, but but yeah, the Hogan Hogan never had like you know the most fun match to watch, if you know what I mean. There's yeah, a lot but, of, yeah. Um, he a lot of his matches, I'm sure, would be based around he himself as a character. Yeah, like Much big like clotheslines, big boots, uh, you know, things like that, and uh, you know. Big leg drop to end the match, so it's like you know the good guy wins in the end, kind of almost like a like a like an eighties TV show where like He Man wins at the end of every episode. That's kind of what like Hulk Hogan was, or, or like Entourage, one of my favorite TV shows. But boy, that is like everything seems to be going wrong until the last minute of the of the season finale when oh everything actually turns out just fine. It's very. <laughs> I've common. never watched Entourage. It's I've watched it all the way through eight times now. What can I oh say? I love it. I'm a, it's just that show was made for me, so whatever. But I've that's never the watched kind of thing. it. I don't know. I have. I need to get a new show. We finished uh, Haunting a Bly Manor. I Did think you we like talked it? About it. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, it wasn't very scary. That's what I hear. It's a lot more about like the emotion and dread than it is like yeah. outright scares and spooks and that kind of thing. So it's you know, and I think Hill House tackled tackled that too. But I think Hill House at least had some really good scares and was overall I think a lot creepier. Did you watch the Queen's Gambit yet? No, I, I think I, Cassie might like it. Although I've Cassie is like things. you guys, you in that way that maybe not. Who knows? I mean, it's it very looks good. kind of boring. It's not. It's very so. good. I mean, I, I I would argue a lot of people would probably find Bly Manor boring because not a yeah. whole lot goes on. So the Queen's yeah. Gambit finds a way to make chess very exciting. Oh, okay. It's just I get. It's been recommended to me by like every like uh, like baby boomer coworker that I know. I just kind of. Everything yeah. else they recommend to me, I just kind of roll my eyes at, like, so. Yeah. Maybe that's just me being a closed-minded millennial, though. I mean, I watched it mainly because everyone kept saying how great it was, and it is very good. Like, for, for me, that was also with Tiger King, although I didn't find Tiger King nearly as, as, as good as everyone kept saying it was. But The Queen's Gambit is legitimately very good. Yeah. I probably won't check it out. I mean, I, mean, I don't hey, know. Maybe. Yeah. It's, it's pretty short from what I hear. It's seven episodes. So, I don't know. But, um... No, I, I, we do need to find a new show because, like, we just keep watching No Reservations and Ghost Hunters. Ghost I mean, Adventures. to be fair, Anthony, boy, boy, speaking of, like, like there have been a, several deaths of my life where they hit me hard. Like, Philip Seymour Hoffman, recently Alex Trebek mm-hmm. fucking sucks ass. Oh, yeah. Um, and then Anthony Bourdain was big. That was, like, man, it's so unfair, even though he yeah. did it himself. <laughs> that, was a bu- that, was a, that was a bad one. That really sucked ass, and that—that's why you're right. Like, like I'm sure a lot of people. I went back and watched a lot of his like parts unknown and that kind of thing. God, yeah, I've never watched parts unknown. I know that that's kind of it's the one very that's, good. Uh, a lot of people say is is better than no reservations, but no reservations is kind of the start. So it's for you know, sure. It's, I mean, and they're very the similar. Show. They're very similar, but I mean, I, even if you 
just watch the Detroit episodes very good because, you know, he just he's with Charlie LaDuff and they're a good tag team of like, you know, hype yeah. men for Detroit, which was necessary at the time, especially. Yeah. So it's very good. Well, we're maybe about 15 minutes into this match. Nikita Koloff was just uh, down there giving himself a, you know, zip job for quite a while. All shown on camera. So yeah. not the best job hiding it. But no. Again, we're going to see here. The bald head just doesn't gush like like you want it to. Yeah, that is a pathetic showcase of blood, let me tell you. I know it's brand new. It just happened, but mm. Yeah, but it's there's something about it. Like even, you know, it's just it doesn't Well, cuz he doesn't have the hair that can get soaked yeah. in it, you know? I mean, you've got Ric Flair here, and he's like a pro at getting his hair going from that pristine mm-hmm. eggshell whitish yellow to a nice crimson, you know? You know, even the last match with Ricky Morton, he, you know, he was, he had that blonde hair too. Yeah. Just, the blonde hair helps. The blonde hair is a canvas to splatter the red for our pleasure. Absolutely. So, but yeah, I, I think a big omission that we have never really touched on uh, as far as wrestling and Thanksgiving is, you know, WWF was, was running Thanksgiving shows too. And, and most famously, um, survivor series which which just took place and still takes place around you know in november typically um but you know we haven't covered any survivor series matches because you know typically they're when when they were running around thanksgiving it was the hogan era so it was very kid friendly um and uh, just kind of silly you know they actually had a like a a turkey character called the gobbledygooker who actually okay uh, you know wrestled so wow uh that that shows you how different the two companies were at the time because wcw was doing stuff like this and wwf was doing stuff like that so two very different companies but um i don't know i'm thinking about throwing some survivor series on tomorrow while we're cooking um it's just a nice ambience in the background and you know i think we might even throw on some of the goofy goofier uh oh shit rick flair doing a big big yeah that was that was a tumble for sure (laughs) and and but i add and i do like the fact that these companies and i mean even to this day have a kind of like dedicated holiday special if you will like i like the idea that people can spend the holidays i mean let's be honest here with wrestling fans with their own kind right i mean Mm -hmm. You know, it gives. I mean, you know, it's not like anything special, but I like that they yeah. have the option to go to one of these shows, and it's like a dedicated for Thanksgiving, and it's not. But it's not like decorated like Thanksgiving, right? It's just like here, yeah. you can do this, and I like that. You know, yeah, I mean, it's not everybody. really Thanksgiving themed. Okay, so Ric Flair just bladed too. He hit that scaffolding, and um, you know, his is going to be a little bit better than Nikita. Nikita's. Already looks like it's like healed like, up, closed up. <laughs> That, that that Russian fake Russian blood as a uh, Soviet blood is healed in like like Wolverine, but no, yeah, this is why we come here is for the mm-hmm. the, the Ric Flair blading. That's why this this is what brings me to his matches. So we're four for four here with bloody matches. So you know, at, at least God we're bless. we're giving you that. Right. But um, you know, Survivor Series has its equally you know pretty big moments and things. Um, you know, I think the biggest one was you know we just had actual Survivor Series this past weekend. Um, and it was kind of the farewell to the Undertaker, who oh. um, he actually debuted 20 years ago um, to the day. So when when that when that Survivor Series happened on the 20, whatever that was, the 23rd, um, he made his debut at Survivor Series 1990. So 
Um, uh, part of me what part of me is surprised that it was only that recently, but maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking of like Hulk Hogan was more obviously the eighties and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, Undertaker was definitely like the star of the nineties and and you know, he came out, like I said, you know, in that uh that kind of kid friendly era of WWF. So oh big ref bump there. Thrown out of the ring. <laughs> we here at Blade Job always support a big ref getting his ass beat, even yeah. if it's like not intentional. Oh, he's hurt too. He's got his leg hurt. Good. But you know, Undertaker started out as really kind of a goofy character. Like like anything that came out of that era where, you know, he's literally like uh burying opponents and you know, I mean it's probably scary for kids, but you know, it's it it was it was a. Uh, Definitely kind of a silly character, I think, at the time. Especially when you came from this era of, like, bloody, just big guys wrestling to have, like, a guy wearing purple in a cowboy hat. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, ref's hurt. We have another ref who's coming out here to try and... Uh, <laughs> the replacement check, ref, check the him. understudy. <laughs> okay, so this ref, he's getting pulled. <laughs> he's, like, comically injured. Yeah. The the like the it. amount of like uh like oh look at th- what is this ref's hair? I was gonna say he this <laughs> looks. I mean I hope he he blades somehow. He's got the hair for it. So he we have one ref down. We have a new ref in, but the I amount of the like one. the amount of physical comedy from the refs is uh is really kind of understated. <laughs> They're all trying to get on Better Call Saul. You know, there's like oh, like a, ooh, oh this ref is this. We we might have to bring in the third one. <laughs> The second ref was just clotheslined. Just I think he's dead. Massive clothesline from Nikita Koloff on accident. This was the thanks killing that we probably were promised. <laughs> so now we have the uh, the the original ref back in. He's limping around. <laughs> he's thrown off. I think they're all about to call this match because the all of a sudden he's dead. he's much better shaped now. He's like, okay, I gotta get other ref is still dead on the side. I like how they just like clock him out and he's he's like he's laying there and they don't care anymore. So they're calling this match because Nikita Koloff just keeps hitting refs, even though one was by accident. Um, so Ric Flair has won this match uh, via disqualification from Nikita Koloff there. I'm not going to lie um, to you. If you're disqualified from kidding too many refs, I think you still won the match. Oh, and now everyone's coming out to fight him. This is See, like all the heels in the locker room. This is this is the, the, the Nikita Koloff I was expecting was him <laughs> just dominating everybody who tries to bring him down. Yeah. This is an so, exciting way to finish. Yeah, it's a pretty, you know, it's a pretty pull-apart finish. Um, you know, you think they'd be pulling Ric Flair off him, but... Uh, no, man. They're all yeah. they're all getting a little piece here. I mean, they're trying... I, I, like, I like the shirtless, but still wearing jeans, guys. <laughs> yeah. This is, like, this is the most 80s thing ever. Just wrestlers running out of the locker room in just jeans and no shirt. <laughs> and there's another one coming wearing like cowboy shoes look at the yeah. shoes yeah they're wearing like cowboy wrestling boots i love it man this is a good um, way to finish it off this is what i'm thankful yeah. for this thanksgiving <laughs> just you know completely uh completely pull apart well you need all these dudes just to hold down nikita like they, yeah they, they, the dude's a monster he's a brute well he's got some blood rage going on i think <laughs> It's not surging through his veins. Yeah, yeah. Oh my so, god, that's yeah, I think so I'm funny. Throw, I think I'm going to throw some Survivor Series on. I think I'm going to throw some Blood Rage on. Um, you know, I got company coming over, so I don't know what we're going to watch when when uh, when they <laughs> come by. Put on put on Anthony Bourdain. It's tried that's and true. true. He, he probably he might have a Thanksgiving episode or, or Anthony something Bourdain is for everybody on Earth. 
I don't think I'm going to be watching any football. Now that I'm not going to be forced to this this year, I don't think I I'm would, going to. I would be the same way. I probably um, will be forced to, but, you know. Yeah. Like, like I said, we got some cocktails on the menu. That's um, interesting. I like the cocktail idea. We got some, you know, we got the beer and wine. We're going to be cooking all day. That's the thing is like we I did I did some Thanksgiving shopping yesterday, and I bought all the Thanksgiving stuff. But then I like went to the fridge last night, and I have like no non Thanksgiving food now. Good. So that's the beauty of Thanksgiving is all the leftovers too. Or if you're in my family, there are no leftovers because we're all a bunch of big boys. So, but I think I think it's going to be the the traditional uh, night before Thanksgiving carry out meal, where uh, you know I'll be doing enough cooking tomorrow. I'm into that, you know. You 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 know me. I'm a I'm a carry out when an unnecessarily frequent carry out boy. So, so with that, that concludes our Starcade 1986 match pay per view. You know, we covered four matches. That's a long one today. We really put in the work. It's because we're off. That's why. Yeah, makes sense. We had to get back into it. But yeah. Um, I think, you know, we're about to be heading into uh, the holiday season. And uh, last, so last year we covered, I think, probably the best. Well, we, you know, we've come, we cover Christmas movie every year. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, last year we originally, first, of all, first year we covered Silent Night, Deadly Night. Pretty fun. Last year we brought in the, uh, Santa's Sleigh, which was, I, I'm going to say, one of our, uh, probably one of the best movies we've covered. That's the one with The Wrestler, right? With um, That was the one with Goldberg. That's right. Lots of, of fun. That was a good one. I like that one. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, we have some we have some catching up to do here. Um, I know we, we got, there's we have, there's plenty to, co- to cover. Um, you know, we have a ton of Silent Night, Deadly Nights to cover. Uh, there's quite a few in that series. Um Black Christmas is on the table. I don't know, but we're definitely going to be covering some Christmas movies. And uh, we'll be looking into some Christmas time wrestling matches. Um, I, th- I think the point is that we ain't taking no, no breaks, you know. No. We're going to be here. Yeah, we'll be here. And uh, we're going to figure figure something out. But, uh, but yeah. Um, anything else we got to say? I guess have a nice Thanksgiving. Yeah, uh, don't travel. Try. I mean, yeah, I know a lot travel. of people are. I know people are gonna do it anyway because people are assholes. But you know, and I get it. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where like everyone's like, don't travel, and then when people still want to, I totally get it. But like, yeah, just you know, I mean, the Zoom thing. That's that's do what's it. What's wrong do with that? It. Yeah, it's not a big deal. I mean, again, easy for me to say. I'm lucky. I live right there, and yeah. everyone's safe. And in fact, I actually donated blood for the first time um, a couple days ago since COVID hit. And now, when you donate blood, they test your blood for COVID. And right in the Red Cross app, you can see the results of your COVID test. Wow. You got any for antibodies? Just, to, just for, uh, I think, oh, negative. For the first time, I just saw <laughs> negative right there. I'll even show you on my screen. Ne- or over here, negative. Wow. So it Look at that. It's con- confirmed negative. Good. How, how nice is that? It's just a cool little, you know, I mean, that's, that's cool. So give blood, you know? Well, I'm I assuming like if you were positive, they wouldn't want your blood, right? I'm assuming they would probably throw it in the trash, yeah. but Or they'd maybe use it for research. I don't know. It's also good to know that I, apparently I've never had COVID, which, you know, that's good to know. So probably because I don't go anywhere or do anything. So yeah, same. Anyway. I'm quarantining. I mean, not, I mean, not that I haven't been quarantining, but I'm now just quarantining because I have nothing to do. Because, <laughs> uh, Staycation. Well, I got Skyrim to do. 
That's that's more than enough. Let's be honest here. Every ingredient I, I pick, I just eat it. I'm doing all the alchemy challenges. So. And I, I've been playing the new Assassin's Creed Valhalla because that does work on my console, which is nice. And that starts off in, in Norway with the snow. So, yeah, it, it makes yeah, sense. It's fun to play cold games in the snow. <laughs> it is, for sure. And, and normally I would like to read, like, a cold, chilly book, but my reading has mm. been non-existent all year because I'm a, I'm a coward. So, Misery's a good one, yep. So, yeah. um, with that, I, th- I say we say our goodbyes. Stay right. safe, for the love of God. I mean, we're so goddamn close to this vaccine. Like, stay, keep staying safe, and we're yeah. all, then, then you can do whatever the hell you want, I assume. Yeah, they'll get works, the vaccine but... to the to the people who need it. We're not getting that vaccine for, God knows, maybe next summer at the earliest. Yeah. But I don't think the commoners like us, the, the you know, the under, the under 40 healthy boys aren't getting that for a while, so... Uh, well, maybe if I keep eating the way I do, I'll be like really obese, oh, yeah. and they'll give it to we'll me. Like, oh, you're super diabetic. So here, <laughs> exactly. Just take this. So. Now, I finally have a good reason to keep getting Taco Bell. Although, ever since they got rid of their shredded chicken, um, it just hasn't. The flame in me hasn't been burning as bright for Taco Bell. I might do some Taco Bell today. I, I want to try that 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 cheese uh, chalupa thing. It's pretty was... good. It's nothing crazy, but it's pretty okay. good. Well, I've had it many times already. So. I don't know. Yeah, give it a shot. It won't be there for long. All right, Taco All right. Bell, give us your give us some money for mentioning you yeah. every fucking time. Uh, give audition us sucks. And give us reviews. Us, uh, throw your copy of Audition in the trash. Burn it. Actually, it'll be even nicer. And that's not good for the environment, but it's good for the soul. So. Yep. Well, have a nice Thanksgiving. If you've already traveled, and if you're, if you're listening to this on a plane. Just think about what you're doing and, uh, you know, see if you can turn that plane around in a safe manner. (laughs) But, um, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next episode and we'll have some holiday treats and, uh, Oh, one, one last thing. If if you're listening to this, uh, our, our Instagram is display job podcast to send us a message and, or send us pictures of your desserts. I want to see a lot of dessert pictures and food. I just want to see it all on Twitter. I don't really tweet much. I should do it more, but by Blade Job Podcast, just send us pictures of your food, especially the desserts. I want to. Yeah, see I got to get back on the Blade Job Instagram. We were cruising there through October, for sure. Um, for VH, VH September. Yeah, yeah, September and October. Yeah. So I got to get back into that. I haven't been watching a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm still kind of unpacking. So. And I'm playing um, PS5, unfortunately, the games yeah. I'm allowed to play. So. We'll be get we'll get back to posting, especially this these holiday movies coming up. Yeah. We'll have some good stuff. So, all right. Talk to you guys next episode. Uh, stay safe. Wear a mask, please. Wear a mask. You don't have to vote anymore, but again, the pictures of the food. I can't stress <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, thanks enough. for those who voted. Yeah. We really right. did it this time. <laughs> so far, anyway. All right. Love you all. Goodbye. All right. See ya. can see the legion of doom hasn't been sitting back on their laurels no sir we're ready for you jim cornet thanksgiving day that's right cornet midnight express we get a big surprise you ain't ever gonna forget right brother hey 
The surprise is good for us and bad for you. <laughs>